Guess who's back from the draft? Not me, because I didn't make it, but what up? <laughs> Vegas. Yeah, man. Draft season, man. The draft was good. I know you're happy about the draft, Damn. obviously. Can't, y'all came out on top. I will say that A.J. Brown thing caught me off guard. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, that, that A.J. Brown thing caught me off guard. But, hey, I see the NFC lease is now the NFC East again. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to another edition of the Out of My League podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as always, we're here to give you the latest sports takes, debates, updates. And I slurred that, but the news. Yeah. News. <laughs> news. What's My, up, man? Man, I am running on fumes. Yeah. <laughs> Playoff basketball, man. It's taking me out. Work, work is intense, but we're going to push through it because the draft, man, we got to talk about it. Yeah. We got to talk about it. Go, Want to go ahead and start with your Eagles, man. How you feel? Man, I feel great. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I, feel I bet great. you do. I bet you do. <laughs> I feel great, man. Get Jordan Davis. You got A.J. Brown in the first round. Yep. Cam Jurgens, monster at the offensive line. Yep. And then you got a steal in the third round with N'Kobe Dean, a, a great monster, pick. monster at the second level of a defense. Yep, N'Kobe Dean, someone who, for the longest, I had no idea why he had fallen so far when he was literally the most known name on Georgia's defense. Right. Like, won the linebacker award. Mm-hmm. He was a beast all season. All-American. Like yeah, all-American. Yeah. The only thing I heard over and over again was, oh, he's a little undersized, or he has, like, you know, short wingspan. And I was like, wait. He's been killing. But, but he cooked <laughs> the whole season. Did, Every year in did, college. Did you see that man? And then it came out that he had some Tech injury train. history. He had, he had some injury history, and that kind of, you know, led to his fall. But yeah, it fell to the. It's weird because you fall to the third round with a pec strain. It's weird. All the other injuries. I mean, he had a minor ankle injury. They made a big deal about that. He had. Um, he played actually in the SEC championship with the torn rotator cup. That's yep. already fixed. He's already training. He'll be in uh, rookie mini camp next yep. week. Full participant. Okay. No limits. So, I, I think teams. I think some teams they did a little too much like with that you feel, situation you feel, yeah you feel like they overblew and it a little based bit based on his press conference him and his agent were pretty upset because he said that this they, he was supposed to be a first round yes but <laughs> yes somebody put that that Report news out, out there yep. before right before the draft yep and teams had to like yeah fall back you you gotta fall back it, with somebody that you know is a guaranteed safe pick and i hate when this happens yeah you're, you're messing up you're messing with somebody's money right. essentially you lost 30 million with, yeah you <laughs> 30 million is not chump change. <laughs> yeah. I don't care who you are. Right. 30 million is not chump change. So that sucks. What you got to do is just come out and ball out. Which you, you will. Y- I think. Yeah. You got to come out and ball out for all the teams that overlook you. You got to have that hunger mentality, that, that overlook mentality. Yeah. Like you have a chip on your shoulder now. And same thing for Malik Willis. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't see a quarterback go, and you know, after Kenny Pickett for, what, two rounds? Two rounds. Yeah, two rounds. So it's like same thing with Malik Willis, who will be in Tennessee mm-hmm. uh, behind Tannehill, hopefully not for long because yeah. Tannehill is not good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I'm cool on you mentoring me, bro. Yeah. Like, it's all it's all good. But let's get to the overall teams in the draft. Who do you think overall had the best draft? I would say both New York teams – well. 
two of the three New York teams and the Jets and Giants, they had instant impact. The Jets had the best draft. And, and, I, and I mean, <laughs> they they had probably one of the best first rounds I've seen in recent memory. Yeah. Like they had an amazing first round. What other teams do you think are sleepers in the, that had a good draft? I'm going to say the Ravens. The Ravens had the best draft, yeah, I, I think. I, well, I think the Jets had the best draft, yeah. but I think the Ravens also Top five. had. I think the Ravens also had a. They had a really sneaky, sneaky good draft. They had a great I, draft. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think they ain't sneaky. I think their defense is going to be elite. Yeah. Elite. Yeah. Come this season, I think that all the injuries that they had last year, barring you know any health issues there, if everybody can come back healthy, they're going to be a problem. Yeah. They're going to be a problem. That in back in scary. Yeah, like oh, that secondary is good. that secondary looks good. Marcus Williams, Kyle Hamilton, you got the, both the corners coming yep. back. Like they're gonna be, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like they, they're they're gonna have a serious serious uptick like this season. Who do you think had a bad draft this season? <sighs> the Patriots. That was Cole Strange in the first round. I think it threw everybody <laughs> yeah, off. Sean McVay was like, "Wait, what? <laughs> we thought we were gonna get him at one hundred three. Yo, y'all sure? <laughs> y'all read the card wrong." <laughs> Y'all were in the car in the wrong. first round. Ain't no way. Yeah, I don't, and you know how it, it's funny because everybody was just judging that pick and judging the overall Patriots draft. And it's hard for me to you know say that they had a horrible draft because I think they did as well. But it's Bill Belichick, and it's like when everybody's zigging, you know, he's the only one that's gonna zag, and he sees something that we don't see, and the players will fit his system. But I don't, I don't think we're overlooking it this year. I just don't think they had a good draft. No, here's the thing. Bill Belichick really hasn't had a great draft class in like 10 years. Like, let's be completely honest. He just had the GOAT. He just had Tom Brady. He, he just had the GOAT on his team. But if you, if you look at every draft he's had for him the last five to 10 years, it has not been a great draft class. Any of those draft classes have not been great draft classes per se. But you have that. Tom Brady, you have Gronk, you have Edelman. You know, yeah, you've you always have, had a good defense. Yeah, you've you always had, had a good defense, defense and yep. guys like that. Like, the Patriots system... It's great, right? It's it's good enough to get some wins. Yep. But when you have Tom Brady, that adds a whole totally different level of wins yep. to your, your resume. <laughs> it has right? rings. It has rings. Right. And I don't think, you know, the Patriots, particularly in the last five years, have had a great draft class at all. And you could argue they've been one of the worst teams to draft in the last five years. This is going to be my hot take. And I don't even know if it's really a hot take at this moment, but I do not think the Patriots will make the playoffs this year. Wow. That 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 is my hot take, my way too early hot take. Okay. I do not think the Patriots are going to make the playoffs. I really, I think their division got better, mm-hmm. and I don't they got think, worse. Yeah, and I don't think they improved at all. Right. Like I don't think they improved at all. So yeah, I think I think it's going to be real tough for them. Got to get to the the trades. Obviously, y'all got AJ Brown, like I mentioned, yep. and Hollywood Brown also got traded to the Cardinals, yep. and the Cardinals clearly need him now because D Hop is out for the first six games. Of those two trades, which person do you think will have the more of an immediate impact? On their roster. Oh, it's AJ Brown. <laughs> let's be let's be honest. It's AJ Brown. Yeah, AJ Brown. AJ Brown. Than yeah. Hollywood Brown. Thousand yard receiver. <laughs> like to you know, Hollywood Brown yeah. who has never eclipsed a thousand yards in his life. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, I think it's gonna be tough. Do you think this puts the Eagles uh first in the division? It's hard to say, right? I think that the Eagles are set up both lines of scrimmage are extremely strong. Like they're extremely strong. On both sides of the ball. They need another safety. They need another corner. Those are only the holes on the roster as currently constructed. Yep. And then it comes down to Jalen Hurts. Will Jalen Hurts take that leap to really propel the team? Because now you got the weapon. You can't complain about nothing now. Yeah. You got Devontae Smith. You got A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard, Miles Sanders. You have weapons all over the place now. So there's no 
you know, I don't have no weapons. I only have one receiver, whatever, yep. whatever. Yep. You have bona fide weapons now. Yep. There's no, you know, there's no excuses for you. And mind you, the Eagles do have two first round picks also next mm-hmm. year. Yep. So he needs to be, you know, make some progression. Right. Need, need you to make, need to be better. Period. Yeah, you need to make some progression. I'm going to say right now, I think if I had to look at it on paper, I think the Eagles are actually the, the favorite wow. right now. I think the Eagles should be the favorite right now in that division, followed by Cowboys at a close second. I don't think the Cowboys necessarily got better, but I don't think they got much worse than people yeah. People are saying. I think people are kind of overblowing the moves that they made in the mm. offseason, getting rid of Amari Cooper, you know, losing some people on the line. But and I, I just feel like, you know, they're still going to be a solid team. They have a solid quarterback in Dak Prescott. They still have weapons on the outside and, you know, they still have Zeke. So we'll, we'll see how they we'll see how it plays out. I do think the Eagles are a little bit better on paper, but I think that division is going to be a lot closer. I also think that Washington is going to be pretty solid. Yeah. I think getting some people back, also yep. getting some weapons on offense, and it's all going to come down to quarterback. Like, yeah, it's all going to come down to quarterback right. play. Essentially how it is with the Eagles. Look, we'll see what Carson, Carson Wentz <laughs> does. Yeah, we'll see what Carson Wentz does. So, I mean, you know, it, it, it's it's really going to be up in the air with that division. I think the Giants, mm-hmm. all they, although they did improve in the draft, they're a ways I, yeah, away. I still think they're a little bit a ways away. I think for the Cowboys, what, what hurts with the Cowboys is you lost two integral parts of your team. You traded away Amari Cooper, yep. who let's be honest, he's the best route runner on the team. Let's just let's just put that. Out. Amari Cooper was the best route runner on that team. He wasn't the best receiver on the team, though. No, but he was the best route runner on that team, uh-huh. and he he made it easier for C.D. Lamb to then get one on one coverage. I agree. Um, and then the second thing is Randy Gregory coming off the edge yeah. opposite Demarcus. Big Lamar. loss. Big uh, loss. Let me tell you, that is huge. Big loss because Randy Gregory was a monster last year. Yeah, big loss. And it hurt like this. This that really hurt them probably more than Amari Cooper. That, that, that's a big loss for them. It's going to be interesting as you know, we get closer and closer to the regular season, like how teams are looking, like what what players are doing, who's going to step up. Like yeah. it's, it's going to be who's going to step up. I think Dallas's defense caught a lot of teams by surprise last year because Dallas's defense is always kind of mediocre into the second half. Of yeah, the season. yeah, <laughs> like yeah, kind of mediocre. Like I think you know uh, Trayvon Diggs is going to you know probably take a step back. I don't think he's going to be have that many interceptions Not like he did. All. Like, yeah, he he busted on the scene. And, yeah. You know, teams kind of didn't know how to react. But I think people are going to be a little more prepared. So we're going to see if Dallas can adapt and, you know, continue to stay, you know, at that 10-11 win yeah. type of team. So we'll see how that goes. Right. Before we get off NFL, Debo. want to talk about Debo real quick and Baker. Both their situations, both one out. Which one gets traded first? Man, this is a tough situation. I think that the Browns are willing to wait this out. And I think they're they're going to have to wait until probably training camp to want to trade Baker. Which is crazy because they actually sent an offer to – they actually were in talks with the Panthers mm-hmm. um, on draft, draft night. Yeah, during the draft night. But the Browns were asking for too much, and the Panthers said, nah, we're good. Well, so. they weren't asking for too much. The Brown, the issue with the, with the Browns right now is – with the Baker Makerfield front is – they won't take any of his money. Right. The contract. So, yeah, so you're 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 asking for them to take on all that money. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's asking for too much. Right. No, I don't want I don't want that. Yeah. Like, did you see what he did last year? <laughs> I'll pass. I'll pass. You cover that. Yeah. Like, I'll pass. 19 mil is a is a load for a Baker Mayfield. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That that's a hefty amount. Yeah. How do you feel about Debo? I don't think that the 49ers really want to trade Debo. They've actually made that known and I'm not sure if he's actually going to make his way out. This this one, I mean, of all the receivers that got traded and you know potentially get traded soon, this one's a little bit more difficult yep. because 
Look, they got control. They got control over him, right? Yep. They have. They're in the driver's seat, right? They, the 49ers have complete control of the situation, and any team that has called, they basically shut them down because the, the asking price right now from the 49ers is astronomical, and it's so high that they know that teams won't meet it. So that's why they put it like that. And teams know from from jump because if this was the case, like if they really wanted to trade him. The Jets offered the 10th overall pick for him. Yep. And they said no. Yeah. So that lets you know right there that the 49ers are not going to trade him. Yeah, they're, they're going to try to hold on to him as long. You know, I'll start my free uh, Debo <laughs> tweet, <laughs> tweets out here soon. Don't worry. I'm going I'm, I'm to get him up because, I mean, he doesn't want to be there anymore. I yeah. think he wants to be classified as a normal receiver, not really the hybrid guy. He doesn't really want to run like that anymore. Right. And, I mean, I get it. I don't it. blame him. Yeah, it's a lot of wear and tear on your body. And then if I'm trying to get receiver money, right. yeah, classify right. me as a receiver only. Yeah. And I, I think that the jury is kind of still out on if he's one of those type of elite receivers right, only right like what makes Debo special is his you know versatility. Will, his versatility the hybrid role that he plays right in that system so I mean we'll see how it goes all right man on to the NBA where we had the Bucks dominate and I mean dominate Giannis had a bad game yeah and I don't think Giannis is gonna shoot that poorly again. not at all <laughs> and the Bucks actually got the Celtics out the paint destroyed them by 20 <laughs> they, right? they, they got the Celtics out of the paint can the Celtics still win this series no <laughs> And here's why. All, all hope is lost. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I just don't. I don't see this Celtics team beating the Bucks. And I mean this in all seriousness. There's nobody on that floor that can guard Giannis. I don't think Zero. there's anybody in the league that can guard Giannis. If we being honest, it's crazy that this man shot seven for twenty five. Yeah, he he <laughs> he had his worst game. I, he's not gonna shoot that bad again. Seven for twenty five, and, and they still won yeah. by double digits. And it, it's it's amazing because now, and we've seen this progression from Giannis, right? Like he's getting better and better every single he's only year. Getting better, he's getting better. Like first he couldn't shoot. Last year he proved in the playoffs he can shoot the mid range. Yep. He can shoot the three he, a little he bit. He can shoot the free. He, he can, can make free make throws. Make free throws yep. like and now it's he gets double team. He's and he's a, now he's a good good passer yeah, great, now and it's great like passer. it's he's getting better he's understanding where his weaknesses are and he's improving each offseason with them and this is an extremely tough team to stop especially when they continuously just dominate you on both ends defensively they lock in like clamp this season. team is clamp season and it's hard to guard them, especially when they got the three bigs. They got Giannis, Bobby Portis, and then they bring Lopez yep. in. Those three bigs with the two guards is really, really hard to navigate. That Drew Holiday, we already know how great of an yeah. on-ball defender yeah. he is. Great two-way player. And he's stepping up huge, right? Too. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he, the last couple games, 25, like, yep. he's he's just he's filling that role, right? Like, Middleton goes out, and he's Everybody been there. steps up. Yeah. Every, everybody steps up. What do the Celtics need to do to win this game tonight? Actually, do you have the Celtics winning tonight? No, I don't. So you have the Bucks winning again tonight. Yeah. What do the Celtics have to do to win? Well, let's let's start there. Marcus Smart is not playing tonight. Yep. So that that's already a bad start. Yeah. He's the the best defensive player yeah, in the team. He, he literally he just won <laughs> defensive player yeah. of the year. This is all on Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Yep. They have to control the pace of the game. They need to take care of the ball. Jason Tatum turned the ball over a lot this last game. Jalen Brown turned the ball over a lot. In that, I think they were. Game. I think they were a little shook. At how physical yeah. the Bucks were, I think that the physicality of the Bucks caught them off guard because they, I mean, they were dumped early. Yeah, like they were, they were, they got, they got blown out early. Like it got chaotic by halftime. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think that Tatum and them have to Tatum and company 
including Brown, mm-hmm. Horford. They all need to step up, play some better defense on Giannis. I said Horford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Horford. Yeah, yeah give, him some better, give him some better looks. I mean, nobody can really guard Giannis, honestly. Yeah. You just got to you gotta, you gotta try to build a wall. Right. You got to try to build a wall, and you have to be good in transition because Giannis is great out on the move and finding the open man. Like, Giannis is up here in the assist game yeah. as well. Like, yeah. he's dishing that rock. So, I got the Celtics winning tonight. Okay. Because if the Celtics don't win tonight. They're not um, winning. In, in, in yeah. It, I, it might be it might be a gentleman's sweep. Yeah. It, it might be a gentleman's sweep. So, I think they must get the win tonight. I will say this, too, before we move on to the yep. next uh, series. Look, Bobby, Bobby Portis, the mid-range game, three-point line, defense. He's been doing it all for this. Shout, out, shout out to Lethal Shooter. Getting yeah, that jumper right. I don't think people are like realize like how much of an impact Bobby Portis is having on this team. But when Giannis was struggling early in that game, it was Bobby Portis to bring them back in that yeah. game. Yeah. So nah, Bob, Bobby was hooping. On to the other matchup in the East. James Harden, man, underperformed again. What's new? Um, Miami really took it to him second half, locked up. So many different bodies to guard Harden. Is that series a sweep? That's what it's looking like. I mean, Joel Embiid's probably going to be back game three, game yep. four. But James Harden, what, what he shot? Five for 17 and had 16 points? Like, I, don't even on, know, I don't even know if he took 17 shots. He might have took like 13 or 14. He he, he doesn't get him bad. up like he doesn't get him up like he normally does. It was just a bad game. Yeah. Like all around for James Harden. And again, I'm going to go back to it. He has no explosion. Like no juice to get to the cup. Right. Step back. Like we saw James Harden and how he was in Houston and how explosive he was going to the cup. Nobody can guard him. Step back, Jay. Like, he can do it all. He has not been able to perform like that in two years. It's bad. Like, this is the second straight year because the same thing happened last year with the Nets. This is the second straight year James Harden has not been James Harden. And is he, like, is he washed? I don't know. <laughs> is I, he washed is crazy. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I'm not going to call him. I'm not going to call him washed, but I just don't think he has the same explosiveness yeah. that everybody's so used to seeing from Houston Harden. Like, Houston Houston Harden was a beast. Somebody who's arguably a top five scorer yeah. ever. And I don't think he has that anymore. He's not getting to the free throw line as much. He's facilitating more, and I feel like he's embraced that role more. But his and turnovers he, are also yeah, and, and he's not he's not getting into that scores mentality, the the mentality to take over games. Yeah, I need Harden taking around twenty five north of twenty five shots per game. He has to like taking thirteen or fourteen is not going to cut this, it. We we need to be up in the twenty five, pushing thirty, especially with no Embiid. You need to be getting them up. I don't care if you're missing yeah. them. Just get them up. Like, you need to be getting them up. I and have he can't no even idea. get them off. Yeah, because, and that's why I don't understand. You knew Joel Embiid was not playing in games one and two. He didn't even make the trip yeah, to Miami. He didn't even show up. So, that's automatically a green light in your mind to take over. You need to take shots, dude. Like, you're relying on Tyrese Maxey and Tobias Harris and guys like that. Come, like, come on, man. Like, for real, though. Like, come, you're playing the Miami Heat. Tyler Hero, like, come on, man. I mean, they have a lot of bodies. Jimmy like, Butler. Miami, like, Miami has a lot of bodies that can defend you. Yeah. Like, they, they have, honestly, even with Embiid, um, even with a healthy mm. Embiid, I don't know if the Sixers win this series, to be honest. Like, no. I think Miami's defense yeah. is lethal. But here's what it does, though, right? I think that it's too full with Joel Embiid in the lineup. A, the pick and roll game would be there yeah. and be elevated. I agree. And then once that pick and roll game, you're splitting that defense right down the middle, right? And then you have a Tyrese Maxey in the corner, knock yep. down three. You have Tobias Harris that can roam around. It just creates so much more space on the floor. And you have the element of the give and go, the pick and pop. Like, there's so much you can do with Joel Embiid in the lineup. Maxey should not be the second best player on that team. Right. He, like, Maxey can't be the second best player in the series 
and uh, the Sixers expect to advance. Like Harden needs to be the Harden that we want him to be. Right. And can he do it? It's not looking like it. So it's looking like a. I'm gonna give it a gentleman sweep. I even think mm-hmm. if Embiid comes back game three or four, five games that yeah that they lose one of those games. So I'm gonna give it a gentleman sweep. But I'm not. There's not much to look forward to unless Harden's gonna really step up and you know drop forty points. Yeah. Which I don't even know if he's eclipsed thirty in in this Once. year. Like this year. So, yeah, it's, it's it's gonna be rough. So we'll see how it goes. On to the Western Conference, man. We'll go ahead and jump on the Suns. Obviously, that's the squad. Luca went crazy yesterday, still lost. Did the Mavs have any luck holding up in this series? Look, yeah, honestly, I mean the Suns were up basically twenty points for the majority of the game up until the middle of the fourth quarter. Yeah, Mavs but, almost <laughs> covered the spread too. Yeah. Shout out to Denwee for missing that that three pointer at the end. But I mean, honestly, this game could have been even uglier if, you know, Joe um McGee understood that Max Maxi Kleber was only going to stand in the corner and shoot threes. Like he knocked down four straight threes the same play. He like, almost hurt himself too. Yeah, I saw the yeah, dunk. It was crazy. That dunk was ugly. But that, that this game could have been uglier. Like let's let's be honest, in the second, I think in the fourth quarter, Devin Booker, I think he missed like five shots and all of them were threes. But <laughs> and then Chris Paul, he missed a, you know a few shots. And then you look at what Monty Williams did in the fourth quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter, no, none of the stars were in. The, the Suns were up 20. He put all the uh, all the bench players in, campaign, yep. you know, Landry Shame, all those guys. Yep. And then the Mavs went on like a 10-0 run. And then Monty was like, guys, sorry, you can't rest today. Go ahead and back in the <laughs> yeah. game. By that time, they checked out the game. You know how that goes. Yeah. And then, you I know, the it. Mavs went on a lower run in the fourth quarter. But the Suns won by 20 points. Yeah, no, I get it. I think the, the Mavs are a really good team. I just think that they don't have enough yeah. for the Suns. The Suns have an overall team yeah. that is just too much to, you know, for Luka's shoulders. Luka is going to carry, mm-hmm. like, the Mavs as far as he can. And Luka in the playoffs is probably one of the top five best players Without ever. Question. Without like, question. His stats in the playoffs are ridiculous. Yeah. But we look at somebody like Jalen Brunson who went crazy last series. I don't think he had double digits yesterday. I think he had five points, something like That's that. That's exactly my, my point exactly. I mean, then we had like six my, points. <laughs> my, my point exactly. <laughs> like my point exactly. They like Luca can go off for whatever, but they'll neutralize the rest of yeah. the team. So I feel like it's gonna be hard. I do think the Mavs can at least get one in Dallas. I think one in Dallas probably. I think I think they can definitely get one in Dallas. Or I mean, it could be a situation where the Suns slip up and let them steal maybe one game in Phoenix, just like they did New Orleans. But I don't think it's happening this time. It's not. I think they. I think. New Orleans woke them up. Well, and I, I, I want to talk about the New Orleans. And just I'm a yeah, yeah right. I'm gonna talk about it real quick. And people are gonna say, "Oh, the Suns they struggle against New Orleans." Yada yada yada. Look, Willie Green came from the organization. He knows every one of those players in and out, which means he can devise a game plan to go ahead and you know go against their weaknesses a little bit. Him and Monty Williams, best friends. They've been best friends forever. Him and Chris Paul, they played together in New Orleans. They've been best friends forever. He knows them like the back of their hand, which is why it, it made him tough on them. Like Willie Green knew. It, yeah, it made him tough. But talent, like if you look at the talent on Phoenix, it, it's like it, it still shouldn't compare. Like I six game, I, six games was fine with me. Like yeah. I think six games is okay. I, I think even with the Mavs series, if if the Mavs can pull out two. Like I wouldn't be necessarily shocked, but there's no way this goes seven games. Like, I think this goes. This, this this should be. I think six max, but I, I'm leaning more towards a gentleman sweep, depending on who wins game two. Yeah. If Phoenix wins game yeah. two, the series is over in five. If the Mavs win game two, series over in six. I said originally Suns and six, but yep, it could it could very well be Suns and five. Yep. 
Warriors pull out a tough one after two missed clay free throws, which is very, very unlike clay mm-hmm. at the end of the game for sure, but made up with it. Great defensive stop. Ja missed that layup. Draymond Green ejected second quarter <laughs> and, and saying he shouldn't have been ejected. Like, come on, fam. Yeah. We it's it's Draymond. Yeah. It's you. It's you. Like, come on, you gotta know. Like, we we know right. what time it is. Right. The Warriors still in that game where I thought Memphis needed that. I thought I think that I was a too. big loss for Memphis. Do you still have Memphis to win this series? Look, I'm going to stay with my pick, and I'm going to pick Memphis in seven. And the reason I'm picking Memphis is because they had the personnel to match up with whatever lineup is in, what Golden State is bringing out. They can match up if they go big. They can match up if they go small. They have the guards to cover them. And one thing that I thought was interesting was they had Dylan Brooks on Steph Curry instead of Jordan Poole. I originally said before that game I would put you know Brooks on Jordan Poole because Jordan Poole is the one that's been killing people. He's the one that's, you know, the, the third splash, bro. And Steph has been trying to get back into the motion stuff. I feel like Steph is still not fully back yet. Of- <laughs> I, if Steph's not fully back, then right. Memphis is in trouble. Yeah. Like, because Steph is still scoring around like 25 to 30 yeah. points. He didn't, he so. didn't not that, that game, but yeah. Like he he he's hit shots when it matters. Right. Like, but he like missed it, wide open threes in the he, clutch. He he did. But I was gonna say in the in the fourth quarter, last three minutes, he mm. he hit two big threes. Yeah, he like did. he hit two big. But threes. he also missed one wide yeah. open, which I didn't expect. I feel like Steph is better when he has defenders on him, and he can do a step <laughs> back or something. Like I feel like he he likes a challenge. Like I feel like he likes a challenge. All his threes that are contested are always money. Like yeah. literally. But yeah, I think that was a game that Memphis needed to win. Had to. I think this game tonight, they have to be desperate. They need to win this game tonight. If they don't win tonight, it's over. Yeah, if they don't win tonight, this series is over. Because they're not winning like, in, they're not winning in uh, Golden State. I think I mean I think they can still win on the road. They they were they were a good road team. Very in the good road season. team, but they're not winning a game in Golden State. Not in the playoffs. Uh we'll see. I, I have who do you have winning tonight? I have Memphis winning tonight. I have Memphis winning tonight too. Okay. I have Memphis winning a close one tonight. If they lose tonight, it's a wrap. It's curtains. Yeah. Another gentleman sweep it's gonna coming. Be, yeah, five and five. Another gentleman sweep coming because yeah, the Warriors are definitely winning at least one in Golden Without State. Without question. Yeah. So we're if they if the Warriors win tonight, we're looking at three one at at best. Yeah. So yeah, I mean we'll we'll see how it goes. I, I definitely have Memphis winning tonight. Big game from Ja. He, played, he had a great game. Yeah. Had a great game. The supporting cast just kind of they they shot bad. I know Brooks didn't have a he great had a game. Terrible game. Yeah, like, Brooks. Bain didn't. Yeah, Clark Bain didn't, didn't have a great Bain game. didn't have a good game. Like yeah. all them boys didn't have a good game. Jackson had the game of his life. Thirty four points. I was like, <laughs> and, like yeah, look, I was looking at the box score. I thought I was wrong. I was like, I was like, wait a minute, nah, not <laughs> Jackson, not him. His over under was nine. Like, <laughs> he, he hit like five threes. I was like, yo, yeah, he was heating up. <laughs> I was like, dumb. And they still lost. Yeah, that that that's a huge huge blow. So. All right, man, some quick notes before we get out of here. Chiefs signed Justin Ross. Dan, that's a good pickup. I thought it was a great pickup. I mean, we, we you know, I mean, obviously, you know about the ACC. Yeah. And yep. I thought Justin Ross, is his career started off really, really high. Yep. He was an elite wide receiver. Yep. And then the injury happened. Yep. COVID happened. Numbers kept dwindling. Yep. And then... Clemson's offense kind of got stagnant, got bad. They changed quarterbacks. After after Trevor Lawrence left, right. it kind it kind of went downhill a little and bit. And then, you know, he just went undrafted. And then, you know, I thought he was just going to sign a regular, you know, undrafted free agent contract. No, they signed him to the 90-man roster yeah. and, and with the Chiefs. Andy Reid knows what he's doing. He's good. Yeah. Tannehill, man, says he doesn't – it's not his job to mentor Malik Willis. How should Malik feel about that? <laughs> I mean, look. I mean, I don't know how Malik should feel about it, but Ryan Tannehill can never say he's a team player anymore or a team guy. Yeah, that, I mean, that's kind of trash to say. Because if Malik 
comes in there and he's better than you, he needs to be starting. Like, that should be what's best for the team. You should want that if you're a, a team guy. I understand egos getting away. People want to play, all those kinds of things. But you did the same thing to Marcus Mariota. That's how you got to there. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly how you got to Tennessee. Yeah. You upseated him. You were on the bench. Like I mean, I, I just feel like anybody who's a veteran and somebody that's new that's coming to the league, like, you should, you know, at least be there to show them the ropes. Just show yeah. them small things in practice, like how how it goes, like just game situations right. and things like that. You don't have to give him your sauce. Like, yeah. you don't have to give him your tips and tricks. I feel like he's a little – I feel he's like salty. he feels salty because, like, they drafted mm. a quarterback. Bro, you threw a pick first play of the game in the playoffs. Like, what you want me to do? The first and last play of the game. Like, 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 like no, seriously, what you want me to do? Like, like you put you put me in this position. Bruh, and he was talking in this press conference. He was like, yeah, I couldn't even sleep after that game. Yeah, I battled. I, like, I battled anxiety. Battle. Bro. I was like, depression. Bro. I was like, dog. You seen the Bengals in your sleep? Like, <laughs> like what would you do? Like, come on, man. And then he was Not, talking about, you know, the A.J. Brown. Yeah, I didn't know A.J. was going to get traded. And, like, A.J. didn't call you? Like, I guess y'all not boys. Yo, Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. <laughs> WTO. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it was like, actually, Hollywood requested this trade a while ago, yeah. Chief. Yeah, I, I kind of felt, I felt bad for Lamar right there. I was like, dang, man, that's your boy. Y'all like brothers. Like, ain't no trust no more, yeah. man. Ain't no big trust no more, man. No trust. <laughs> no trust, man. Urban Meyer, close to signing another contract with Fox as an analyst. My boy Herb back on the scene. Bruh. <laughs> it's unbelievable, man. <laughs> I don't know how this man keeps on getting Bruh, a job. He wouldn't, he wouldn't, hey, man, <laughs> when, when you can win like he can in the college level, you can be somewhere, man. Bro, he kicked a punter, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Right, he kicked a punter in practice. Bro, bro. If only y'all knew some of the things that Herb did. <laughs> that that's light compared to what this guy Herb was. Oh, Herb, man. All right, man. That's all we got, man. Want to thank everyone for listening. Thank everyone for tuning in. Remember, Black Lives Matter. They always mattered. Will forever matter. It's also Mother's Day mm. on Sunday, guys. Please get your mother something special. You know, look out for them. Hook them up. You know, all that good stuff. Also. Want to send our prayers out to those, you know, still in Ukraine, all the situations out there for anyone that needs them. You know, everybody's battling their yeah. own issues. So, guys, just just be mindful of others and just respect everyone and continue to wear your mask because COVID is ramping up again. Just giving you all the updates. So you heard it here first. Mask up. Yeah, man. Everybody stay safe and, you know, mask up, wash your hands, all those kinds of things. Uh, next week, we will have Emery Hunt with us. Um, we'll talk a little post draft along with, you know, kind of, you know, a look into, ahead. Yep. Yeah, a look, a ahead, look, a, a the look ahead to the season this, this coming um, season. So you want to, you know, tune in for that one. And that's all I got, man. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all those other streaming platforms you listen to us on. We appreciate it. We love it. And we're keeping, you know, the numbers there. Like, <laughs> we, we appreciate all the love. Yo, Future, did you hear any of the album? I did not yet. Bruh, you are bugging. <laughs> Took that thing straight to the gym. Is it like that? Future Future Hill, he hit on this one. It's, it's a good it's a good album. I like it. He All dropped right. the deluxe version. That song with Lil Baby and 42 should have been on the album immediately. <laughs> I don't know what took him so long, but that song goes. I'm out of here. Uh.
Really solid, it ain't no debate. No way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate. Cool breeze, mops with the same. Flexed up now, John Cena. Rocked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood, I said I would get. No mediocre, I'm feeling like tip. Sound like the me, we got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy is a swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali. Holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no addy.